Hello, fellow cinephiles, and welcome to another episode of One More Take, where we discuss all things movies over a nice glass of wine, beer, or your favorite cocktail. My name is Demi, and I'm joined again by Jasmine and Jordana. Hi, ladies. What are we drinking tonight? Hi, I'm drinking a nice uh, Verdejo from Spain. Oh, fancy. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. It's very good. (laughs) Yum, yum. It's like your signature. (laughs) Uh, Well, hi, guys. Um, Again, I have a nice Riesling by Blue Vin. (laughs) I know. Honestly, I thought I was going to switch it up because I do have this little winerita mix and I was like, oh, maybe I'll like Ooh. do that today. And it didn't, yeah. it didn't happen. So yeah, just, it's been a, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's been a trying few weeks. So whatever, whatever is easiest, I feel like it's fine. You I know? mean, is it the one pour, you know, <laughs> you know, well, the one, one bottle, one pour. <laughs> Well, three ingredients. (laughs) Well, I'm drinking a rosé. It's a Chateau Saint Michel rosé from Jordana tells me from California. I think she's right. I believe so. Um, It was recommended to me at the liquor store, and I, you know, said I'd give it a shot. So, and just because the weather's really nice, like you know, enjoy a nice rosé with it. Can't go wrong with a rosé. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can actually. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some I don't like though. It depends. That's true. Like, but there, it's nice. Of course, it's nice in the summer. It's nice year round. But um, yeah, I love rosé too. All right, guys, let's get into the quick take. What's happened in the movie world since we last spoke? Well, I'm sure it's no surprise to most people. But there has been some more pushbacks, more delays. Biggest ones will be the decision to push back Black Widow, West Side Story, Turtles. You know my heart is heavy, but uh, the, the new date for Black Widow is now May 7th, 2021. Oh, God. Oh, ouch. Yeah. ouch. Which is now, <laughs> now pushed back Eternals all the way to November 2021 oh so yeah we're looking at over a year oh my god and we have west side story coming december 10th which i was also interested in seeing i have to say i didn't see this one coming (laughs) you didn't (laughs) wait really are you being sarcastic i didn't okay no i mean black widow yes and eternals it makes sense you know because like you know there's a sequence to it but West Side Story, I pushed back an entire year. I I mean, like you mentioned, Jordana, like the Oscars, like yeah. eligibility window got expanded. So like, even if it yeah. had been released, it's December or even January, we would have still been yeah. able to like, you know, know, compete in the 2021 Oscars. But, um, but I actually, you know, it's interesting though, because they didn't mention about anything about soul so is that not getting pushed no, back or that's apparently not it's not it's, so far it's still keeping its release date in november i feel like okay so my opinion is i think it's about recouping the money in the film and soul most likely did not have you just don't have as much money to recoup as with this huge production of west side story 
Um, so I, I think that's related and I feel like Soul would probably do much better on video on demand or Disney Plus versus West Side Story because like it's just so Pixar is so universal and people do love musicals and to be uplifted by musicals but I think they realize the difference in appeal there yeah I'm no I'm with you I think also with Pixar films just it appeals to like a more general audience it's not just like kids family but like you know us adults like we enjoy a good Pixar film too so yeah honestly if someone doesn't like like you know in the the top tier Pixar films like that's a red flag like do you have a soul (laughs) I mean like if you watch the opening sequence of Up and you don't feel something like I can't help you like yeah (laughs) there's nothing I can do for you there's nothing further I can do all right and then our second topic this is actually really interesting so the Alamo um draft house the movie chain they are they they're doing a new program where the patrons rent out an entire theater for themselves along with whoever's like in your pod for 150 dollars and so they tested this and it did really really well i believe so now i think they tested it in texas and then they're expanding it they're in 12 states so i just find this really interesting i think this is a really good way I think people will go for this and this is a really good way if you have 10 people in your pod you know if you have three people obviously you're most likely not going to do that but if you have 10 people like that's 15 bucks a person and you know theoretically everyone who is seeing that movie so I I think this is really interesting what do you guys think I find it interesting I mean that yeah it could be a solution but when I was mm-hmm. looking at it it looked like it was 150 and then another 150 for mandatory yeah. like like Correct. popcorn well, and I don't soda know if it's mandatory well no so at Alamo the whole appeal of Alamo is you go and you sit and you can order like a full-on meal you can get drinks you can get beer so there is a second charge for like the group's food and beverages so that is like, but that's, I feel like you kind of, I think that is a steep fee for sure. So we're talking 300 to rent out the whole thing for food and beverages, but it's not, it is like a meal. It's not just like popcorn Snacks. and a soda and okay. candy. Like there's out, there's alcohol and like a full on meal. Oh, okay. So okay. like, and, and they bring it to, even before this, they would, you're like sitting at your little, in your little comfy chair and you have a whole table in front of you. This is like the ultimate American lazy ass shit, honestly. <laughs> but, um, and they bring you your food and it's, you can order from, they have a full menu and the food's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, I just think it's interesting and I think they might get ahead of other chains because they already had this food and drink model to add on. So I feel like that helps it as well, even though it is a steep like it, that's a lot of money but I don't know I think they might get ahead of other movie chains who have like less flexibility with this because their theaters are smaller as well I'm sure in terms of the, the seating my question is do they have IMAX can I go see Tenet in IMAX at an Alamo movie <laughs> probably not <laughs> I don't think they do right darn it I don't think they do <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. No, I think it's it, a it's, no. I it's an interesting it, model. I think it, it, like you said, it'll probably work, especially like you know there are people who are you know in in a household together or part of like yeah. a, like you said like a quarantine pod. So mm-hmm. I unfortunately have only one other person in my pod, so that would be a seventy five dollar fee. So I would not be going for it, but. Yeah, if you guys want to get rapid tested together I and know. then go watch it, um, I would do it. <laughs> it's a yeah. I'll let me know. <laughs> but j- just to give people an idea of how big it was when they tested, they said the first few weeks they booked over seven hundred groups. Oh wow! In a handful of theaters, I believe it. So yeah. I mean, I believe it because people are freaking desperate to get out of the house and do something else and have like it, it allows you to have some. What, what you feel like is normalcy, right? Right, yeah. You like it, it takes you back and it takes you away from your your life. So it makes sense. And yeah, I think they're going to be really successful with that. Yeah. This. Way to go, Alamo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really cool idea. Yeah, I think so. Alrighty, let's switch gears and let's turn to our main discussion in the long take. As we head into autumn, which is the best season of the year, guys, um, we wanted to share and discuss which movies we are most looking forward to this fall and actually, you know, winter as well. Because usually we see the best movies of the year during the fall season. So whether it's coming in theaters, VOD, or your favorite streaming platform, these are the movies we are most excited for. So Jordana, why don't you start off? What's the movie you're most excited for? Okay, so the trailer for this just as, as we're recording it it was just released and it's the trial of the chicago seven <laughs> which was written and directed by aaron sorkin so i believe this is his first film that he is directing and it's it's a historical film based it's based on the story of um the chicago seven which was a group of seven defendants charged by the federal government with conspiracy during um their anti-vietnam war um, and counterculture protests. And so this took place in Chicago, Illinois, during the 1968 De- Democratic National Convention, which was in itself like a very interesting um, historical event. So I'm very excited. I mean, Aaron Sorkin, I do, I enjoy his writing, even though sometimes he can be a bit, I don't know, I feel like full of himself or like just self involved kind of the, the way he writes. Like he kind of, I don't know, but I am excited for this. I'm excited for Sasha Baron Cohen, who's going to be a main character in this. Um, Yeah. What are you guys? Do you guys know about this? Are you excited to see it? Yes. This is actually one of the films on my list, actually. Um, I think Aaron Sorkin, he's a great writer. Uh, He's only Mm -hmm. directed one, I think, film prior to this, I believe. Um, Okay. But I'm really excited. No, no, no. You're fine. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited because I think he's a great writer. I think his potential as a director. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it has an amazing cast. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also mm-hmm. like really exciting. Um, and it's a potential yeah. Oscar contender. So we'll see. Yeah. And it's coming to Netflix. So what more can you ask for? Yeah. And then also <laughs> I forgot to mention that yeah, what is Yaha Abdul-Mateen, mm-hmm. who is in, um, he is starring as like Bobby Seale as well which is really cool. He was in like the get down, I believe and us and just a bunch of other stuff 
Handmaid's Tale. He was, but he he won for the Watchmen, or he didn't win, but he's in the Watchmen as well. Oh, anyway, who else is in it besides Sasha? Betty Redmayne? Uh, okay. Oh, uh, jo- Joseph Gordon. <gasps> yeah, that too. Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's, it's a good cast. It's Frank Langella. Yeah, it's a good cast. Jeremy Strong. It's a good okay. Cast. So I saw the thumbnail. I didn't see the actual trailer, mm-hmm. and I saw Eddie. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I meant to, I'll watch it eventually, but you just said JGL, so. Um. Yeah, you're there. <laughs> you're like, Sign Jasmine up. Sign me up. Yeah, he's on his redemption. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, for me, uh, one of the trailers I saw was called Supernova. Uh, so that's coming out in possibly theaters uh november 27th uh 2020 so it's a british drama film it's starring colin Firth and stanley tushy it's ooh, ooh. directed by harry uh mcqueen uh and it deals with this couple that um are going to be dealing with stanley's character's dementia and it just looks very touching and intimate and probably heartbreaking and sweet and emotional. And th- it looks really good. <laughs> and, like, you're going to cry. You're going to be a little miserable, but, like, it's going to be worth it. That, yeah. that was the feeling I got from this trailer. Uh, did you guys hear mm-hmm. about this film? I didn't at all. I like I'm only hearing about it right now. I actually I did hear about it. I didn't watch the the trailer unfortunately, but I did see what the movie was about and I mean it, you said Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci, so sign me up. Exactly. That's all I need. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I saw their faces in the trailer. I was like, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It would depend on like I guess that's uh, obviously you just have to be in certain moods to see like a heavy movie. So I feel like it would just depend on me and, like, if, I don't know, if this is pre-election or post-election or what happens <laughs> for me to see it. Although it's end of November, <laughs> so. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'm moderately interested, but, like, I don't know. It's not jumping out at me. But I love Stanley Tucci, especially. I like Colin Firth, but I love Stanley Tucci. So, yeah. Alrighty. Um, One of the films I'm excited about but there's not a date yet. Um, but mm-hmm. it's Woman in the Window, which is a book adaptation, mm-hmm. and it's starring Amy Adams, and it's based on the New York Times bestseller. And it actually was an original 20th Century Fox film, but it got sold off to Netflix. So mm-hmm. we think it's going to be streaming later this year. Not sure. You know, the book was like a good read, and I feel like it could make yeah. for like a very entertaining movie adaptation. So. I'm excited to see it, like, um, you know, how they bring it to the yeah. screen and adapt it. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is definitely the genres of my alley. The only thing is this feels very similar, the plot to Rear Window. Yeah. The Alfred hit, like, it feels kind of like, even though I know, the thing is, this is based on a novel. So, but, yeah, when when you just read the little synopsis of the plot, you're like, if you've seen Rear Rear. rear I can talk rear window um you're like dude this is like a very similar basic plot obviously 
you don't know but I'm I'm always down for like a psychological thriller something where you know the narrator is potentially unreliable I find those very interesting so I'll for sure see it if it's on streaming (laughs) I'll leave it at that (laughs) yeah that's interesting that it's Netflix took it over because I remember Mm -hmm. when they announced it and I expected it in theaters and I guess that changed because of the current climate or was it always? No. Yeah. It changed because of the current. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes it easier for me. Yeah. I did. (laughs) I did want to see it. It looked interesting and I I love Amy. So. Yes. Maybe she'll get her Oscar with this movie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just let the woman have an Oscar <laughs> Like, I mean, there's a few people, but like Amy, poor Amy. So a movie I was surprised that I wanted to see um, when I watched the trailer was On the Rocks, which is the new like Bill Murray, Rashida Jones, Sofia Coppola movie. And like on the, when I read the synopsis, I was like, oh, this looks boring. But when I watched the trailer, their chemistry as father daughter, I found very charming. And I was like, oh my God, this just looks like kind of a very like cute, but real movie to watch. So I feel like I hadn't felt that way about a Bill Murray movie or Sofia Coppola movie in a long time. So I don't know. I feel like it, it would be just like a nice, fun thing to watch that I'm like kind of excited to see just based on their chemistry. This is actually another movie on my list. Really? <laughs> it is on my list too. <laughs> oh! what do, well, what do you guys think? Do you agree about like them as like the father daughter and like kind of their like banter back and forth? Yeah, that was one of the things that sold me on this trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of movies that deal with women and potential cheating spouses, but Mm -hmm. I think it was an interesting way to deal with Mm -hmm. it, with it being this father daughter going to investigate and the (laughs) father being this like kind of like impulsive, like womanizer, womanizer, larger than life kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But another thing that stuck, stuck out to me with the trailer was that, I th- it, I think it might be it might touch on uh like how women feel in their mid 30s and yeah. dealing with being in a, being in a marriage or being a mm-hmm. mother and those kind of mixed yeah. feelings as you get older yeah. as a woman <laughs> yeah. yeah and trying to have mm-hmm. a career like you see in the trailer she's struggling to yeah balance everything right and she feels kind of like her husband is always traveling and she's the one left behind to like be the bad cop, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I didn't really, I didn't realize that at first, but now that you pointed out, that's definitely a, a nice theme in the movie that I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm very excited to see Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. Like mm-hmm. just the trailer really shows that they have yeah. good chemistry. Like you guys said, um, Sophia Coppola, I, for me, she's sometimes hit and miss. So, I, I agree. I think I'll enjoy this one, especially if you have Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. Um, mm-hmm. And this might be, you know, when I finally sign up for Apple TV+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was the only thing, that it's on Apple TV. But I'm like, okay, I actually want to see it, so I'm going to say it, even though I don't have Apple 
TV, or I would have to sign up for it. It's only five dollars a month, apparently. So maybe oh. you know, sign up for two months. I know. Watch it's other stuff. Like <laughs> all these services. Yeah. I mean, if you have like Apple it's Music, a... it's only five. I okay. don't. I, re- <laughs> I refuse. I'm Spotify all the way. Well, for me, the next one, I, I don't know if you guys will have this on your list. <laughs> It'll be funny if you do, uh, but see. it's. Uh, I might be pronouncing this wrong, but it's synchronotic. Synchronotic? Possibly. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> I'm calling it synchronotic for now. Um, <laughs> it is a sci-fi thriller. Um, so oh, it is potentially nice. coming out in theaters October 23rd. Uh, and, it's sto- mm-hmm. and it's starring Jamie Doran <laughs> and Anthony Mackie. Oh, yes. oh, okay. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Mackie. Let's get uh, it. I know. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's directed by Justin uh, Benson. And okay. it's deals with these two New Orleans paramedics that keep getting called to a series of uh, like these bizarre, gruesome at- accidents. And they keep finding this drug there a a psychedelic drug of some sort and Mm -hmm. when you take it it it, you're it does something to your mind I don't know if these people are actually traveling to these places or if it's all just taking place in your mind or what it's actually like can people see you and I guess they'll be interacting with like the trailer as all sci-fis are you know, out there mm-hmm. and confusing for a reason. <laughs> so yeah. A lot was happening, yeah. uh, but it looks really interesting. Um, I'd love to see yeah. Jamie in something else. Uh, so <laughs> I can actually gauge yeah. his acting abilities. Cause I do believe well, in him. He was, yeah. He was really good in there's like, um, it was like a BBC short where he plays. Oh yeah, the fall. A serial. Yeah, it was great. he was really, he was great he was really it. good with Jillian Anderson. Yeah, oh, that I jazz. believe it. I just haven't seen him in anything. It's not, <laughs> yeah, no, because that it, it's really good. So he plays like a, I feel like a social worker, or a psychiatrist who's actually like a serial a killer. killer. Yeah, it's great, and it's, it's a really great, good. and it's a great cat and mouse. It's a guy who's just gonna say cat and mouse. Ooh, yeah, that's just my to, Yeah, <laughs> I know. Me too. No, but for so for what you said from this, I hadn't heard of it, but I'm definitely going to watch the trailer because obviously I feel like this is meant to kind of, you know, it's like a sci-fi version of like the opioid epidemic in mm-hmm. America. That's what I feel like it's meant to kind of mirror, I guess, but like, you know, a more conventional like horror um, type movie. But yeah, no, it, it sounds really interesting. Definitely in my wheelhouse. Especially, yeah, with Anthony Mackie. Love him. I like Jamie Dornan. I'll give him a shot. Like I said, he was great in the fall. I mocked him the one time I watched Fifty Shades of Grey. That's <laughs> um, not his fault. He had no That was just not the role. With that material. With that material, you, you just never had to with that material. <laughs> no, like nothing could save that. Like Maya Angelou could not save that. So, Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. I'm definitely gonna go watch the trailer now. Yeah, same here. I mean, Anthony Mackie, Jamie Dornan, like, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> yeah. 
So another movie I'm really looking forward to is Death on the Nile, which is the follow-up to Murder on the Orient Express based on Agatha Christie's novels. And it's directed again by Kenneth Branagh with another stellar cast. Um, I really enjoyed his last adaptation of Murder on the Orient Express and his take on the famous character whose name's whose name I cannot pronounce, I'm not even going to attempt to. Um, But if you guys know what I'm talking about, then you know. Um, I've really enjoyed Agatha Christie's novels, and it's always exciting to see a beloved book get a film adaptation, and then when it's actually Mm -hmm. done well and it's in the right hands. So um, it is, I think, in Kenneth's hands. It's in the right hands. Um, Mm -hmm. The only thing is, I mean, we know that Disney pushed it back to a December release, so we'll see mm-hmm. if it comes out in theaters yeah. or is it going to go straight to Disney Plus or we don't even know if it'll be on Disney Plus. Maybe it'll go to Hulu, but I'm excited yeah. about it. Um, so, yeah. Have you guys heard of this or. So, like, I vaguely heard of it. I didn't see Murder on the Orient Express. Um, no, I heard it was like very well received and fun. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch the trailer. If it comes on streaming, I w- I'll probably watch it on streaming. I don't know. Theoretically, if I felt safe going to the theater, I don't know if I would pay to see it. But that's neither here nor there. Ah, I didn't know this was the sequel to that. I saw it listed, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it belonged to. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested. I did not, as you did, Jordan, I didn't see the murder the first one so I would have to see that first uh, yes Obviously. and then I, I would I would be up for it I mean I've read maybe one or two of Agatha Christie's mm-hmm. I believe his name is Hercule Hercule uh-huh. I've read like one yeah. or two of uh his like series that he was featured in yeah. so I mean I like Agatha Christie I think you know I'm interested yeah. Okay, so for the next one, I, I kind of want, I don't know if this, I didn't want to list this originally, because I think it's going to get pushed back, but No Time to Die, James, I think it's going to get pushed back. I think, you know, it's supposed to come out in November, I think now. Yeah. Um, and like, DeMilson and I, like we always, we love seeing like the Bond films and we go together and I know Jazz loves them too. But and I am excited for it. But if it came out, I wouldn't see it in theater. And I think it's going to get pushed back. I think the budget is way too big for these movies, and they want to recoup the as much money as they can. So I don't see it being released on streaming. But I am excited for Rami Malek as the villain for that kind of movie. But it's just like you know, it's like I don't even know if I should mention it. But as of right now, it's getting released in November. I mean, it makes sense for them to kind of push this one back as far as they can, because this one is supposed to maybe be like a handoff to the next future. Exactly. You know, person of that's going to be 007. So it's it's a it's a big one that they kind of need the most Um, audience possible, you know, so that they can continue this franchise. Yep. But yeah, so and the song is great. Yeah, oh, yeah, you've been listening to that on repeat. That Billie Eilish. Uh, it got me hyped, and then it got pushed back. <laughs> got pushed back. Yeah, I mean, and it's no time to die. Yeah, and I think I mean, like you guys both said, like it's the conclusion of Daniel Craig's run as James Bond. So I feel like yeah. he deserves a very, 
you know, nice farewell. For sure. He totally revitalized the series and the character. Yeah. But for sure. It makes me sad. But the trailer does look really good. I know. It looks really good. Yeah. For me, my next one is called Possessor. Uh, And it's coming out October 2nd, 2020, potentially in theaters. So next, <laughs> 2020. So next week. So this is a sci-fi horror, uh, and it's starring Andrea Riseborough, Christopher Abbott, and Sean Bean. Mm. Yes, uh, and it's directed Ned by Stark. Brandon Cronenberg. Related to David Cronenberg, I wonder. Oh, possible. He is his dad. His dad is David. Oh, Cronenberg. there we go. <laughs> uh, so this is about an elite. These elite assassins that use some type of brain technology to inhabit other people's bodies, and I'm assuming, you know, carry out their missions. Uh, mm-hmm. It it looks interesting. I love you know. And I'm assuming that, you know, it's going to malfunction, of course. And of course. it's going to be in the middle. Or turn, or turn on, on them. On them. Yes. Turn on, like all artificial intelligence mm-hmm. will. That's what all these movies tell us. I mean, because they're implanting this in, I guess, people that are close to their targets. So I guess they could, they're not conscious while this is happening. So uh, I don't know if they remember what they're doing or what like if they wake up in the middle of it which i guess might happen in this film like mm-hmm. what will happen then do and what how much do they get paid for like <laughs> doing these kind of missions yeah. what kind of world are we living in at that point um but yeah. my fear my fear yeah. is that um i'm going to have to watch Sean Bean die again yeah well that's what and... he's there for all <laughs> In all movies, he's there to be killed off. Obviously. Because I got so happy when I saw him in the trailer. And then <laughs> my first thought was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Spoiler he alert. killed off in The Martian, I guess. So There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's true. So you have hope. <laughs> he just got fired for doing the right thing. <laughs> but anyway. did you guys hear about this film? I did not. I did not. So yeah. I'm not a big, like, if it's more psychological, I'm going to watch the trailer and decide. Because I'm a very jumpy person. I can't do, like, horror. I tried watching the trailer for the Sarah Paulson movie, Run. That freaked me out. Um, So I want to watch the trailer, and then I'll see if I can, like, sit through it without being, like, a jumpy person. (laughs) And psyching myself out. But it sounds interesting. Like, definitely going to watch the trailer. Well, uh, my last pick is Rebecca. It stars Lily James and Army Hammer. It's coming to Netflix on October 21st. Um, it seems at first like a romantic story about this these two young lovers. And then as you continue watching the trailer, it turns into like a horror flick. Um, I'm not too sure, but I'm intrigued. I'll give it a try. I'm not a big horror, scary movie person, but yeah. maybe if I'm at home... You know, on my yeah. couch, it'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard of this one or? 
Okay, so I've watched I watched the trailer and the trailer is great. What I have to say, so it's based on a book. And then this was the only movie, only Alfred Hitchcock movie to win a best picture. He did a version of it. So I feel like it's really ballsy to do a remake of like his version had like Laurence Olivier in it and it won best picture. And so I feel like it's really ballsy to do a remake of this. So I'm curious. I saw it and I thought that the trailer was great and I was very intrigued. I know kind of the plot twist. Um, and yeah, you guys might want to read the book. I think you would like the book. Um, it's like a classic. Was it Daphne? Oh. Um, it's a, yeah, that's so, but I'm intrigued because I think it's ballsy to remake a, an Alfred Hitchcock movie that won Best Picture. I'm with you there, but you know, A Star is Born yeah. was remade. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's, pros, there's pros and cons, right? But because it's not, so I, I think I will see it, but also because they're not like, they're still setting it in the same time era, right? They're not updating anything and they're modernizing anything. So that's why I feel like it's like extra right. ballsy. Like you're not necessarily like retreating the original story. So I'm intrigued. I want to see it. It sounds interesting. I heard of the book, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't know the, they were making a movie on that. But horror, you know, if the lights are on, yeah, can't wait to see Army. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's why I'm excited. Yeah, I'll get to Army. see him in this. Get to see him in Death of the Nile. We'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> if that comes out, that comes out. Um, well, that wraps it up. Um, this was an exciting list of movies that we're looking forward to. Gotta go check out some trailers. Um, I love watching trailers. I'm sure you guys do too. I do. (laughs) One of my sisters, that's like her favorite pastime. So I just ask her what trailers I should watch. YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah, it is. All right, let's turn to our last segment of the show. Now we turn to our last segment of the show, One More Take, where we share a film we recently watched and whether, yay, we really liked it or, nay, it was a waste of time. So I'll go first. I recently watched the movie with Reese Witherspoon, Home Again, and, you know, I was really looking forward to watching a good rom-com, but mm-hmm. this just didn't hit the spot. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, the script, I feel like, was a bit weak. R- Reese wasn't bringing her A-game. So I wouldn't say it's a nay, but definitely not a yay. It just just didn't bring the rom-com satisfaction that I was looking forward to. Have you guys seen this film before? Or No, I've heard of it. It's Nancy Myers, right? Right, yeah. Or her daughter or one of them, right? I think, or both. But um, yeah, I haven't seen it. I think Miranda's watched it and I've like been in the room. I don't, I don't think it's like a Nancy Meyer essential for sure. Yeah. It's not. I don't, yeah. Don't do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't do it. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Just straight up. Don't do I it. Remember. I think I'll say nay. Oh, nay now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a quick change. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember change. seeing the trailer and I thought that it was well-loved and it was always like on my list to eventually see, mm-hmm. but interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's a nay now <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's a nay. like change that yeah. <laughs> the more you sit with it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well all right jasmine for more confusing feelings at uh, this 
This week, I saw The Devil All the Time. Oh. Yeah. It's dark. Uh, Darker than I thought it was going to be. Ooh. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, keep that in mind. It's dark. It's, I mean, this movie is about, like, these sinister characters that are living in this town and there's a lot of corruption and brutality mm-hmm. there uh great performances i mean that's that definitely stood out for me robert was great it was great to see tom in this because i wanted to see him in something um other than spider-man and i thought it was going to be cherry and that didn't work out but i'm glad i have this i am a question mark on this it's not a myth oh. because, mm-hmm. but I can't say I enjoyed it. It's definitely not a film to say you enjoyed watching because yeah. there what? is no joy. No, okay. <laughs> would you would, would you recommend it to someone else? Like, would you say it's well done? Or like, would you be like, you should watch it? Like, you should give it a shot? Or is it not worth your time? I don't know. See, that's where the confusion comes in because it's it might be worth your time because the acting is great um you have to be don't go into this you know if you are like <laughs> if you want like a happy mood afterwards because <laughs> no. you won't get it yeah. and mm-hmm. you know that's just my general I mean if you watch the trailer you know it's going to be dark themes see yeah Sorry. No, what I was going to say is I watched the trailer and I was really confused about what the actual Mm -hmm. plot was. It was very, I was like, I didn't really feel compelled to see it. It just felt like they wanted to do like these dark, grungy characters and all the women. There's like three different main women. They all look the same in the trailer to me. So I couldn't tell like what was what. So I don't know. That's why I wasn't really going to see it because the trailer I didn't find particularly appealing but if you said it was worth watching i would give it a shot i mean the trailer does tell you kind of what to expect but also not like i feel like (laughs) i should have read plot twist all right let's not give let's not give anything (laughs) yeah yes it's It's a a dark it's it's a a dark film great performances in it it's very bleak. Okay. Mm-hmm. That you okay. know, go I'll, into it I'll with that it. in mind because I didn't realize how bleak it was. Okay, so mm-hmm. that that's my only warning. So it's a question mark. It's not a meh, and it's not. It's it's it, it's like in between a yeah with yeah. A, it's a yeah <laughs> with a question, a question mark yeah. on the end. That's that's me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the devil all the time <laughs> all right um so i rewatched spotlight this week oh nice which it still holds up still is great it's a yay for me i still feel like michael keaton got ripped off and he should have like won and his performance is so good so understated but like in a perfect way i feel like kind of mark ruffalo got a lot of the the more attention for his role because his character is like screaming like but Michael Keaton is like so good in it um so yeah still still a yay for me still holds up 
I have not seen it. <laughs> you haven't? Yeah. It's on I Netflix. Know. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. It's it's another it. it's another heavy drama. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy for sure. But it's not like I would definitely still recommend it. Obviously, you no know going in kind of if if that would trigger you like I always tell people it's about like the Catholic Church, you know, molestation scandal. But um no, it's really well done and how everything unfolded is is incredibly it makes a great movie honestly and yeah really good acting all around and i'm glad it won the oscar that year thank god oh my god if it didn't i would have been so pissed <laughs> <laughs> i was like this is god no jez you should definitely watch it obviously oh. it's heavy but yeah it's definitely worth a watch to it yeah for sure well friends that wraps up another episode of one more take if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. You may also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore one more take. Until next time, bye. Bye. bye.